0: and welcome back to personal code of conduct my name is dio and today we'll be well starting this yangzia story i said i was going good it's not really young, obviously it's based on the yoruba methods i don't know maybe for now the title is the um the path of issue i don't know it's like very generic because like it's like trying to show that existence trying to find life it might be generic and be like people might interpret it as the part of the devil or the part of evil or the part of trickery or the part of but issue is about human existence and this story is about a character that is trying to find her way in the world find try to find a reason why she's conscious so uh, that's why it's the part of issue then maybe book one this book is going to be centered around her discovering orumila so let us begin our story in a village well it's a village an abuli a regular small abuli where everybody grew cassava everybody grew corn everybody went to the market on mondays everybody did Because everybody went to the market on sunday everybody did as expected Children were born, cities, homes were built, people were married, and people died. There was peace in the land, and there was Jomiloju. Jomiloju was, well, a surprise. She had parents who were not expecting any children, and it was very strange that they had children. In the village where everybody seems to be called, seems to venerate the god Ogidon, she was from a household. A father who venerated Ogun and a mother who venerated Oya which is weird she always wondered why her surname was weird and different it wasn't that particular everybody knew that well people are called Ogun something or Oya something but nobody expected someone from a village to be called Ogun something it turns out her parents had changed their names there had been a war There had been a great war Everybody went with all the men went to fight and some of the stronger women then the rest stayed to defend the children When the parent people came back, they spoke about giant armies. They spoke about They spoke about orishas They spoke about orishas or they spoke about they spoke about Orishas who had descended from the skies Calling down rain calling down lightning calling down fire pulling metal from the earth and making everything powerful but then they went back to their farming but two young people who had left the village came back not bearing Ogidong not bearing Akin, king not bearing Nayong like everybody in the village they were not well even the other names were rare most people were Ogido, something because well they venerated the farming it was about getting the crops ready for others to grow others to eat and for life to continue her father was named Ogunyemi well he didn't have a surname I don't think they all had surnames he was an orphan so it wasn't like everybody else who was Ogunya something or Akin something or Ayan something or Ade something well, they had very few ideas. Nobody could actually claim to be royalty in their small village But he didn't have a surname. He used to be just well, done something No clan, no home. Now it was Ogunyemi Ogunlowo and her mother became Oyabume Ogunlowo because well while she did come back with an Oya surname as well she married her husband almost immediately it was a small ceremony there were no expectations of wedding no there were no expectations of weddings there was no Igbeya word to be had there was no bride price to be given because they were both orphans Orphans who had become distinguished in the war and for some reason they had caught the eye of the many devotees, of the many gods, well, well, the gods who did not provide food, obviously. And Ogwuyemi became—not that he became—he had always grown up. But something changed after the war. He became the village hunt, hunter. The, the men went to hunt, but none were as prolific as Ogwuyemi. And uh, and Ogwuyemi uh, was always there, always there to chart the way, always there to understand the path, always there to accepts the gifts of Oya. But people were surprised when Jamluju came along because the woman who had accepted the name Oya oftentimes had accepted the face of her patron goddess. They fated the fate of the mother of nine dead children. People just did not expect a devotee of Oya to have children but they did they had one child and they had no more while others in the village had six five strong children and most of the women stopped giving birth after six or seven after six but there were some with nine children her was the only one her parents had but she wasn't strong or special being born from the womb of an Oya devotee she was just a child a regular child at the village she would wait with her mother as her mother talked about well the way the river is flowing how the water is working whether the storms would come and general things that Oya devotees seem to know well she often had doubts but at least she knew more than most in the village And her father would come home with antelope or fresh game so there was always meat to be had so in this small town so one day jamluju turning 11 decided well what happens to me next the other girls turning 11 well they turned 11 and talks were already in the that for the time when they reached the 18 summers or 18 18 years well they would move they would move to somebody else's house they would get married but for some reason the talk never came they talk about what to do next they talk about what to structure never came her father ogunyemi and her mother oyabumi told her that they needed to go on a journey they needed to journey go on a journey on her 11th birthday And energy so instead of going to the markets like everybody else in the village they had gone prior to the week before and had sold so many things Ah, I sold so many things and I told her we won't be having talks with anybody Jomiloju, Oya oh yeah, Jomiloju come with me we are going on a journey outside the village Jomiloju had never been outside the village but apparently her parents had well everybody who had been to the war had so her and her parents set out they crossed the rivers, they crossed the streams, they crossed so many things. She saw so many places, so many people, so many cultures, so many villages like hers, and even towns that were bigger than her village. Until so one day, they landed in a bigger ilu that she had ever seen in her life, the biggest town that she had ever seen in her life, and the parents walked into walked into the city gates screamed I up and said I am Ogunyemi a recent acolyte of the cult of Ogun of the cult of Ogun a devotee of Ogun a follower of Ogun a lover of the god of fire and this is my wife Oyabume she is a lover of the winds a lover of the river a lover of power and we have brought our daughter to speak to Ifa Jamilaji was shocked and weird because why couldn't they just speak to the babalawo in their village? Every village had a babalawo. Someone who would tell them what is going to happen, what to do next, how to have order, how to have structure. What are the orders that come from above? What is the language of the government? Because babalawos just seem to know the will of the Java, the will of the government. Because not just not just did they talk about divine and tell who was to marry who or who what was the best thing or or just they just seemed to know everything and instantly the babala will come and say orders had come from the capital they just used the word capital jam had never ever been to ife he had never heard anything about ife but they used to refer it as the capital And this was what people were meant to do. So she wondered why was she being brought to see the fa in this big town? Why couldn't they just see the fa in her town? But she kept quiet because children keep quiet when adults are talking. Unless adults are talking to them. The mother Jamlon Ogumiemi and Oyabumi stayed in the house of the ifa when they arrived there the babalao said he would come to meet them within three days of well he'd come to meet them within three days and he needed to rest well he had other important matters to attend to so jamlody looks at her mother and asks well it can't be that dangerous if you ask. Then her mother said, I'm sure you're wondering and asked, why didn't we just go and meet Baba, Baba Lawo in our town? Why didn't you just go and meet Rola, Baba Rolake? Rolake was, well, Jamilodi's only friend, and her father was the Baba Alawu of the village. And he said, Well, you have met Baba Alawu. You have met Baba Rolake. You've met, well, Oguyami called him Ifa Bumi Which is weird her mother was also a Bumi which was a Bumi given by Oya a blessing from Oya not from Ifa And she said Well, you have been spoken to him and he said when you reach 11, we should bring you to a greater priest than he one who has seen deeper into the will of our one who has who knows more of the ways of romula and i can see more into the path of elah and, and ifa So ifa so we came here he has possibly already sent it to us father when Ogunyemi saw that immediately arrived when they immediately arrived at the our base he had handed his sheets he could not read what was there apparently he had the words the words that only the owls could understand maybe he could read it he had an idea maybe of what was there but he didn't attempt to read it for fear he'd be blind so he sent the script in hand and gave it to the guards who in turn gave it to Babao, who then asked them to stay in his house for three days when he had time to see them so the owl three days later when they sat down they were always meal for some reason the babalao had the biggest house she had ever seen which was strange I was generally were modest but well when she looked at the other houses in that district she realized well he is modest for where he lives the roofs were low the abuse the roofs were low and their posts gathered with men on horses and women dancing, pillars holding up the low roof and made the air and the soil, the red red soil so cool in the home. The Babalao on Thursday, the Babalao asked them to come into the center of the courtyard. Come to the courtyard. It was an open it was an open well it was an open trench, would, call it, would I call it a trench, but it had a tree growing out of it and it was, separ- it was in the center of the compound. They had gone in and he asked them to sit outside. He went into the groove of the massive tree in the center of his compound and later he called them in, into the groove. So there sat Ogunyemi, Oyabumi and their daughter Loju waiting for the divination so the ifa priest came out and held a hand he greeted oyabumi and ogofemi and said well i can see why you became acolytes or you became people who followers of the of the god of iron and the god of storm both of you do have some form of a share within you it was never long enough or strong enough, but I, I think the, but the word definitely got you, got it to come out of you, and now you have a daughter, a daughter, that has the words of herself on her lips, a daughter that is capable of sound, a daughter that can speak, I can walk the path of the eternal sheshe. a daughter that has the ability to speak with her Ori directly. To to grow the part of Iwa. So yes, that is why you were asked to come here because I could sense it directly from here. It's not the most powerful I've ever seen, but it's there. She has the ability to walk the sheshi. And she has the mouth of a share. So she sat down. Cheminodri had all these pressing questions. She wanted to know what the share was, what a share she was. But her parents just seemed to be happy and congratulated. But at the same time, they were happy but scared. They had never they had left their village once and had come back powerful in quotes. They had come back stronger. But now they were saying that their only child had to leave. Had to leave to walk the path of the Orisha had to leave to start something then the first said well in a month's time i will go towards orumila towards the great towards the cults of orumila the structure of our the priest home of our acolytes of oya acolytes of ogun and everyone who follows the other gods are going to be there let's wonder who is going to choose her but i'm feeling that well see, she's already a yajami loju or and she's the daughter of ogunyemi she will probably definitely fall within the path of the gods who chose you so you don't need to worry you were chosen even though your journey started late even though your journey is ended before they started she has a has an opportunity to go further than you so when the full moon comes this month it's just Saturday of the moon we will depart this town we will depart Ishara, Shara and we'll be on our way to we'll be on our way to the gathering. The gathering of the acolytes. They're coming to pick out new disciples. And and not to worry. As I said, well, we know where she's going to, hopefully. Drumilud spends the entire month staying with her parents. Because it finally dawned on her that she would never not necessarily never, but she would not see them again for a long time because they had passed many towns and it had taken them two months to get to the city to meet his babalao. and the Babalao seemed to say see they were going somewhere even much farther how on earth was she going to be able to survive that how on earth and if they were going if they live by the full moon and don't expect to get home get there for the next three months how on earth was she going to survive how was she going to go back home but her mother held her close and said we and told her that they were proud they were proud that she would continue a path that they had stopped she never really understood what this path was and neither did her parents because their journey had ended their bodies had become too old before well before they could start and they were married they were and their bodies had become too old and their talents not enough before they could start. A month came after Jamilu returned, and Hashilis said goodbye to her parents. They, all, they both left at the same time, while her parents walking back in the direction of the village. Well, maybe they were a bit happy, back to being the only two ones. Because well, they had accepted that uh, Ogum had accepted that he had married a devotee of Oya. He wasn't expecting children anyway, as much as he loved his daughter. So they went their way back home. In opposite directions, they went. Jamilogy followed the far to go across the mountains. Oh! to go across the hills. The very soft, sedimentary, red sand hills covered in vegetation through the forest to a well meeting path. They must have gone for months until they must have walked for months until They must have walked for months at least she saw at least the Sun go down up to 30 times she saw The Sun Sun go down up to 60 times So she wasn't really sure 30 or 60 As a small child she was allowed to sleep anytime she wanted and she went with the other children She wasn't the only one that went to the IFA all there were children all around that age, boys and girls, and they often rested a lot. That's why it took them so long to reach the place because they didn't have strong bodies needed to make that long, long commute. They arrived, they arrived at a grove, a sacred grove in the city of Oshobo in the Ilu, Ilu They landed there. And the gates the city gates were open. Once they got into the city. Well it was she even thought she thought the the, the township that she had gone to farther away from her bully was bigger she had ever seen. She was even more more what's the word amazed by the sight she saw in the Shobo. So there she was taken towards the, the forest. She was taken towards the forest, and sat. And made to. Sit, and her and the other children were made to sit down on the floor, and were given black robes. Black robes as co- black robes, and they all had their head shaved. The black robes, and they all had their head shaved. Her mother had already told her about this that well, her fluffy hair would have to go. There'd be no vol, there'd be no Didi. She she would start again depending on false of who she chose. She might be and she might end up becoming a dada, she might end up having intricate braids in her hair, depending on whose acolyte she became. But she hoped she'd become an oil acolyte. It's very long with long beautifully braided hair and single strands. But then she saw and all the children sat down with their shaved heads and the, and the white chalks put on their scalp by the various priests that come brought them from many different towns they spent a week getting to know each other well she stayed with the children who came with her group they spent a week getting to know each other getting trying to find out what was up who was that where they're from and Jominojo met people who were from small villages like her or were from big towns that she had never heard of before she had made particular friends with someone at like a young boy who, who apparently only ever talked about shongu who only ever talked about lightning and powers and things because many of the children especially the children from big town talked about the ability to call upon fire he talked about their bit she had never she knew her parents had different surnames, but she had never oh seen her father well maybe she had never seen her mother call upon the rains like some of the girls who were named oya like her mother she had never seen her father summon iron but he was a hunter and the town blacksmith, and her mother was a resident rainmaker and was a resident rainmaker she would sit down with, and consult with ZD with Ianifa, the wife of, of the Bavalao, and together they'd make map out a plan and tell the villagers that the rain would come in sounds of time. And they needed to be prepared. But she had never do it, seen them do any of the things these children's parents seemed to be able to to do. All the households they seem to able to come from calling out fire, calling out rain, doing all sorts of things. So Jeminji was excited. She decided I she decided to wait she decided but she had already set her mind well i'm probably going to end up with oya there are very few women who follow and there are very few men who follow oya i'm probably going to end up with ogun just with oya just like my mother said so she stopped thinking about all these things. She stopped thinking about greater gods. Because while she knew about Idumari, everybody knew about the Idumari. Her household only had two altars. Had two altars. An altar to Ugun and an altar to Oya. She understood nothing about the worship of all the other gods that are coming. Some boys, even some boys and girls even came with drums and and agogo and drums and bells and get and um i wouldn't call it a guitar jesus i'm thinking of the name but it's a it's and ah uh, and string instruments too and all of them seem to have the surname Ayon and they're expecting to be chosen for the people chosen to stay with the god of music the god of drums she had never heard of this god, god, this god before, she knew some people were called Akin, but she never knew who played music but she hadn't, they were often who played at bon, the village bonfires and the groups. She had never heard anybody with the son in Mayo. It was strange, They seemed so dedicated to the idea and apparently Akin as a sub-branch of the people who follow Ayo. Well, she found out something new. She's, but she's then she sat with the boy who kept on talking about how amazing Shango was, how there was fire, how his father had once summoned the lightning to their house and, and flashed the light to catch a thief who had stolen, or had attempted to rob the the Balé's home everybody and everybody was just like whoa isn't lightning too much for a regular thief and it was like no, no, no this thief had the this thief had power of shadow this thief was a follower of issue he this thief was a follower of issue the father needed lightning and he went I was like, I then everybody kept on being skeptical. Issue doesn't really have full world. Issue doesn't have the time and patience to bless them with the, with a share. He doesn't listen and he has no time to give you the insight of the sheshi. He's busy shuttling between words. Worlds, how would you have seen an issue worshipper? He most likely would have been I don't know. Well he most likely would have been something else. The children couldn't think of a other god, but he most likely, at least from what they knew, couldn't have been an issue worshipper. did just watch, She know, she didn't understand any of the things they were saying. Like why couldn't anyone be an issue worshipper? What was wrong with the issue? Like that was strange. Aren't all the Orishas supposed to have time? Well the Orishas. It should be have the ability to be in many places. Maybe not all places, but in many places at once. so the children talked among themselves they laughed they told stories about the cool things they had seen and then they separated and eventually people who had more to tell to each other stood up and told everyone's stories people who had seen more told more and children were happy and safe because they were children and they were just here to get chosen their children who were known to have to connect their share with their ori. And everyone was excited so a week of bonding the children Jamrudu inclusive of course all lined outside with their black wrappers going all around their waist because well the children nobody had anything ever going all around their waist and with young girls with some of the young girls Going all around their waist and new liquors that their parents had them from various rivers Some people had gold in laying with their liquors. Some people just had coral and that was fine So the Orishas came and the, all the children stay tried to stay in the lines and the lanes provided as they were arranged by the By their, by their Babalawus that had brought them along And one by one the children were picked some of them were choosing were cho- and asked to swap their robes for a particular color those who went with the batala those who went to batala were swapped their black robes for white those who went with Shango swapped their black robes for red those who went with yemoja swapped their black robes for purple but there one by one children were chosen until of the 300 children there were just five who had not yet been chosen they had not yet been chosen and the ifa asked them why because jamalaju was among the five and the ifa asked them why why have you not been chosen and the question was like the children looked in shock like how was i supposed to know like why is the question posed to me, and not the acolytes from... And I was like, well, then the other children, one who had already got chained on her purple robes and got spoken to the cult of Yemoja, and I was like, don't you feel the vibrations? Don't you feel the call? Don't you hear them? And I said, no, we do not. And the children were asked to wait, wait in the temple for one more week. Because there were still acolytes coming, and they were expected to be late. And then came in an acolyte of an acolyte of. Um, then came in an acolyte of Olukun, which is strange. Olukun followers never come to a small to to go. That is too far inland to see them, and an acolytes of issue which is strange all the other all the other priests all the other followers all the other members of different cults were shocked to see a follower of issue because they hardly ever in one place or one time or they hardly ever do one thing they just exist they move place to place very they didn't have a base they just moved and decided this is what they wanted this is what they did so the children, the Olokun took four, the four children that we did, they were strange children, very strange children and the Olokun and was, were strange, they all dressed strange, you never could tell were they a man, were they women, Olokun people were strange, you n- nobody really knew what they were and the children he, who he even took always had that weird look. They looked strange. Not strange as in evil. You just could not tell were they men or were they women. They were people and that was strange. When she saw the Olokun people, she realized, oh, this do match. No wonder they are late. The Olokun is the god of the ocean. It takes a while to come from this far inland from a place with the oceans. But there she was standing and she kept on looking, she kept on feeling, she felt eyes staring at her. She felt cold, she felt scared, but for some reason she felt the need to laugh, which was strange. Then she saw this young, this old, young, nobody really knows, he was, well, he moved, he walked, he laughed, and he said, my name is Ishu Ishu Yamileno and you well But well, you're no longer Oya Oya Jamiloju You are now Ishu Jamiloju And I knew and I knew it's expected it's expected You did have a very interesting name It was surprising My name is also surprising Well a different kind of surprise Yeah Jamiloju I'm Yamilenu And we Well, we are now followers of Issue. And when he put off his cloak, she saw a much younger face than she thought. He seemed old and young at the same time, but she looked closely, she realized, well, he was young. He couldn't be any more older than 16. And she was like, Are you my teacher? And he was like, Well, yes, and no. I feel I'm too young for a disciple. I feel like too young for a follower, but well, well we're issue people we do whatever it is we want and i think i'm i think well not really i wouldn't call myself your teacher that's a lie but what am i well you can call me teacher but we are going to go meet my teacher and he'll probably be your teacher You're 11 right hey eh, that's strange so yes Our main character, Draminoju, has started her journey towards the birth of Ishashi. I feel this was terrible. This was definitely terrible. Ah, fuck. Well, it has been a personal code of conduct. I did a horrible job with the world building, but the story starts this way. Welcome to the past of Ishu.